0: All right, Matthew Kyle on a Friday night. He must be hitting the bars. He's ducking and dodging us. We'll try him back here in a little bit. We got other things to talk about. I think Matthew will join us before our time is up here tonight. You think we'll so? See. I hope so. Well, he's supposed to be on at
1: 8.05. I mean, he that's the first time I've ever called and have not been able to get a hold of him. I think a Friday night, he's, yeah.
0: He's tearing up the, he's tearing up the, uh, hey, man, the s- die bars.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think, s- See, Sloan's working, so she's the one that's bringing home the bacon. And Matthew's out there just kind of,
0: you know. Where's she at? Do you know where she's at I don't this know.
1: I, I do not know where she's at. A lot at.
0: of traveling knowing her job. Oh, doing man, the play are you by kidding? Play. I'm oh, so happy for Sloan. Oh, she's, like she's, she's been
1: killing it. She's a rock star. She is. She absolutely is.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, until we get a chance and an opportunity to talk to Matthew Collard, because I had some questions for him about Brian Flores mm-hmm. and him being introduced as defensive coordinator this week. Um I do want to get to something that I just, it bothers me. And it's the Eric Biennemi situation. So the latest is that Eric Biennemi is going to leave the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's going to go and be the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. L- let me say this. And and I like, and I like, and I like, we, we can, we'll try him next segment. We'll try him next segment. And I like, and actually just call him and tell him that we'll do it next segment, because I'm now that I'm getting into this topic. Because he, he just he just texts me back. No. Oh. I, I think that this and I like Eric B and me. Eric B&Me is a good dude. I think he's got getting a bad rap. Um, because people are talking about, Well, he is he calling plays? I don't think he's calling plays. No one was saying that about Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson and all these those guys weren't calling plays either. Okay? And by the way, he has had opportunities to call plays. So this whole like narrative about he never calls—that's false, okay. But I digress. I like Eric Bieniemy. He should absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, been given an opportunity to be a head coach by now, mm-hmm. and hasn't. And everybody knows that. But this is, and as much as I like him, I think that this is just a dumb move. I think that this is not a smart move on by by him. Because why in the world why in the world would you leave a Super Bowl winning situation to go be the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders? Why would you leave Patrick Mahomes and all the success that you've had in Kansas City? To be the Washington Commanders. Now, I know that there's some people out there that are probably saying, well, Lake, he hasn't had a chance to get a head coaching job. Maybe he's trying to show that he can go and have success somewhere else to show everybody that it's not all Andy Reid. I don't see that. Because first off, let me ask you this. Who's the quarterback in Washington?
1: Uh, Right now, it's going to be Sam Howell. Sam who? Sam Howell. Exactly.
0: So, so massive downgrade. Mm -hmm. Okay. Secondly, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you work for ESPN. I don't care if you work for CBS. I don't care if you work for NBC. I think that um, Rivera's going to be out of a job at the end of next year. I think he's going to be gone. Washington's not going to do much of anything. I'm telling you right now.
1: Yeah, and you're you're probably right. The the whole enemy thing... You, know, you don't make a lateral move, man. No, you, you don't. It's You don't make a lateral move. Because you just devalued yourself. You, you have. To, to me, I mean, I, I think a lot of the speculation from those of us on the outside, I was talking with a friend of mine about it just a few days ago. We are just like, oh, great, another year, and Eric Bieniemy doesn't get a head coaching job. Thinking, well, maybe he was promised the Kansas City job if and when Andy retires. Andy Reid retires. You know, he's kind of, you know, the guy in the waiting. You kind of have that guy anointed. But for him to go from Patrick Mahomes and that Kansas City offense and a world champion to the Washington Commanders, to me, there's just, there's got to be some intangible at play. And I don't have any idea what that is because this seems like a move that for all intents and purposes, nobody would make unless they absolutely felt like they had to make a move.
0: I just, I don't understand it. It makes no sense. Zero sense. It's not, like, you're not elevating your situation. You're actually downgrading it. Like, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. And I know that he wants to get out of the shadow of Andy Reid. I, I, I get that part of it. But I'm sorry, man, this is not helping your cause. I mean, if, 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 if he goes to Washington and Rivera's, I anticipate, is going to be gone at the end of the year, mm-hmm. if he gets fired, and let's say that their offense is not good, he'll never get a head coaching job then.
1: No. I, I just, I had not heard of any, I mean, if there was any sort of a schism or any sort of rumblings about unhappiness, like, we would have heard that. Because Andy Reid, Eric Biennami, like that group has been together for a long time. Unless things have been so buried. But to me, you don't make a move like this unless it's something personal and even maybe non football related. Because, yeah, career wise, you're taking a huge downgrade and you're taking a risk into an unknown situation. Unless this is Biennami. Betting on himself like you were saying. I think and, he's betting on himself. And finally, I don't saying, think I don't think enough of
0: waiting. I don't think there's any internal issues with the with the with the Chiefs organization. I think that he's looking at it and saying, you know what? I've maximized I can't do any better than what I'm doing right now. Like I I he
1: literally can't do better. I mean he's got I, two championships. I mean how how much is is maybe this, and I'm just hypothetically, is this his Betting on himself, he feels like this might be a better path to becoming a head coach?
0: Like, getting getting out of that? I think that he probably thinks, at least in his head, this is the only way that he's going to get a ring. I mean, not get a ring, get Get uh, a head head coaching coaching job. Okay, It's the only way. And the reason why I think that he feels that way is because he literally can't do anything else. They have won the AFC West 2016 yeah seventeen yep 18 19 20 21 22 like they're doing it all he's won two championship Super Bowls in the last four years mm-hmm. and they went to another super Bowl. he's been to he's been to Super Bowl three years in the last three times in the last four mm-hmm. years I, it sucks for him
1: man. There, there's nothing more that he could do and there, I think that's I what, don't
0: know if, I don't know if there's in the history of football there's ever been a coordinator. That's had that much success that wasn't given a job.
1: And, I mean, I he, I don't even think he interviewed this time around. Like, yeah, I,
0: yeah, he did. He, oh, did in, he?
1: He interviewed for um, – Okay, I don't ever remember him s- being s- interviewed for any head coaching job.
0: What, the, the job that Steichen got.
1: Oh, the indie job. Yep. Okay.
0: I, it I, sucks, man. It
1: just – it seems so weird to make a lateral move like this.
0: Well – on top of the Brian Flores stuff in Minnesota Vikings football, let's ask Matthew Collar to get his perspective on it. We do that next year on the Lake Show. I mean, he is right now at dive bars, bar hopping, with no shirt on, and Kergo chains with Kirk Cousins. That's Matthew Collar. He's joining us now on the John Schutzer-Cole Banker Hotline. I mean, where are you at right now? Are you at the? Uh, are you at Matt's?
2: Yeah, sorry, it's a little loud. I'm actually at the ball. so Apologies for that. <laughs>
0: You're at the mall, Mall of America.
2: Yeah, Mall of America. Oh man, what you doing out there? Well, just uh, you know, my wife's alone, just having a little uh, Friday night wander around the mall. It's a great place to be when it's 25 degrees outside and everything's covered in ice and it's terrible. So we just decided to uh, you know just have a little stroll around the mall.
0: Oh, I like it. Hey, so so let me. Can you do me a favor before you before you leave there tonight? How long are you guys gonna be there? Are you gonna be there for another 10 or 15 minutes?
2: Yeah, probably. I don't know what time it closes,
0: but no, they, uh, they, we'll they close honor out of it. Uh well there's there's specifically I want you to take a picture of a place um if you walk past there. It's in the food court and they close at nine, so there's plenty of time. Um but it came up earlier tonight on the show, uh, because this whole everybody's talking about rectangle pizza and we're talking about pizza in Minnesota and all that. I need you to take a picture of Zabarro and send it to me.
2: Uh why?
0: because it came up on the show because the borrow just do it for the show man you don't answer my calls earlier you know when we're trying to have you on an 805 and now you're questioning why the show needs you to step up and take a picture
2: Come on. Okay. Okay. I just. I, I guess. I. I'm sorry. I just want to know what I'm taking a picture of Zabaro for. Like, is there well, is there first some point but, you're trying to make? There Part p- p- p-
0: part of it is the angle of us talking about and podcasting the pizza thing, and we'll have an authentic picture from you because Zabaro came up number one, and then number two, um, I actually just want to see. Uh, that Zabaro exists now I know that it does because I'm looking here It says Mall of America open today 11 a.m to 9 but I haven't been to Zabaro since probably I don't know, college days I didn't know it was st- I didn't know until today that we still have one in Minnesota all the other zabarros are closed the only one that's left open is Mall of America it's almost like so, do you remember back in the day um did they ever have rocky Rococos out in um uh, in New York?
2: No, no, I don't think I ever did.
0: Oh wow! Well, that was that was a that, like that was a thing too. There's only one left in Minnesota, and that one's in Brooklyn Park. So, but anyway.
2: So See, it's basically like the, the blockbuster of pizza, right? Isn't there a story about like the last blockbuster is in Alaska yeah. or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I, is it Alaska?
2: I think it's in
1: Oregon. Okay, yeah, yeah. We,
0: we actually, we actually, we talked about that a couple yeah, of days we ago. Talked- we, we went to the website, and you, they just have it says blockbuster video. You you try to click on you can't click on anything. No it's Wix. just the icon. It's just it. I'm being serious. We talked about this earlier in the week.
2: That's funny. Well, maybe we've just passed by Zabaro as like a pizza option, just the same way that society left Blockbuster behind.
0: Oh, don't don't you slander Zabaro? Don't you dare? Don't you dare? Don't you dare! I'd rather you slander Kirk Cousins than slander Zabaro. But anyway, let's talk. Well, some- I can do that. <laughs> let's talk some Minnesota Viking football, man. I appreciate the uh, the time tonight. Um. Well, let's start with look. I want to start with you. This is not even Vikings related. I want to I want to start with you. What me and Chris have just been talking about for the last ten and twelve minutes, and it's the situation in Washington. What do you make of this Eric Bieniemy situation? Because him going and being the OC for the Commanders is the weirdest. Um, I think most ridiculous thing ever, it's just it's a downgrade. Why would you do a lateral move? I get it that, that, that maybe you want to prove that it's not just Andy Reid and that you're an offensive wizard and genius. But I'm sorry, man. I don't I think that Rivera's gonna be out of a job at the end of next year.
2: No, I think that's true and also like it sounds like they're just gonna roll with Sam Howell, and I'm kind of intrigued by that idea of just like, Hey, let's see if the guy that we drafted, uh, you know, can turn out to be something. But he was also a fifth-round pick, so I'm not sure that, you know, the ceiling is that high with that idea. But, you know, I think that there's also been maybe some things in Kansas City where you wonder, like, how – and I know they've won the Super Bowls and stuff, but just how Eric the Enemy has fit in with that. And, I, and that, that buzz kind of went away, but there was some of that from last year of, like, is there some conflicts between him and Patrick Mahomes are they kind of on the same page? And yes, I know, they just won the Super Bowl, so obviously they must be. But Mahomes wields so much power in that organization that if he's not happy with anything, um, they're going to make a change. So there's that. But it, of course, from the outside, it also reads as that he wants to get out from under Andy Reid's shadow, which of course you know Kevin O'Connell did not have to do to get a head coaching job. But there's also the element that cannot be ignored here because racism in the hiring practices of the NFL is a massive problem. And the fact that, like, Raheem Morris doesn't have a head coaching job, Brian Flores doesn't have a head coaching job, that is a disgrace. Okay, so let me say that. But with Eric enemy specifically, if you go to his Wikipedia page and you go to legal issues, like, there's some things in the guy's background that are very concerning, and I think that would definitely be coming up uh, if, you know, he were to get a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if things in his background – are holding him back. Now, I know it hasn't been a problem that recently, but still, like, when you're making someone the face of your organization and they have DUIs and they have, you know, assault toward a woman type of thing in, in their background, there, there's some pretty big concerns there, right, because you're really giving the keys to the organization. So I think that he is trying to go somewhere else, prove what he can do, and get a head coaching job. But I also think there's a reason probably that um, teams are a little bit hesitant on him.
0: And, and and that sounds about right and and look i would like to i would like to know more that that is more the point than the point about you know just maybe his racist holding you know what i'm saying like 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 we know that racism is a thing in the nfl especially with uh the uh hiring of uh of coaches but man i just i feel for the guy and look if 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 his legal issues or le- or things in the past are that much of a detriment then then maybe he'll just never get a head coaching job. But it's I just find this entire thing interesting. But the one thing that I like about Eric bien um, Matthew, is the fact that I like, because I was there in Kansas City when he was there, I like that he coaches his guys hard. I like the fact that he gets in guys' faces. I love that. I loved it when O'Brien got in the face of Tom Brady in New England. Like I like guys that are not going to back down from stars or anybody that they're trying to coach up.
2: Yeah, I, and I don't disagree, but also if like his reputation at all, uh, with the way that he's coached Patrick Mahomes is, if, if there's any issues there, then what is everyone else in the league going to think? Like if, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't like him, you know, you know what I mean? Like, And there's been, there's been enough of like sort of, I, I, what, what do you call it? Like buzz or kind of people talking about that relationship and the enemy from his personality that makes you wonder, like, our team's concerned about the way he's going to handle the players because it isn't an old school, you know, mentality anymore that that teams want. They want Kevin O'Connell's, who are going to be a lot more sort of positive with their players and let their players more run the team. And if the enemy has an old school mentality, and, and so like it's, it's very complicated because I, there, if if he was a white guy, he's probably got a job already. I think we know that. Um, so I want to acknowledge that there are reasons that. I think teams are staying away from him, but also that if it was, you know, a shoe on a different foot, that he probably would have got a head coaching job and they would have just apologized for all the other red flags that are there.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. All right, we're talking to Matthew Collard from Purple Insider here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO Live. He's broadcasting live from the Mall of America. All right, so – Let's get into Brian Flores. He was introduced a couple of days ago. Uh, first um, impressions of Flores uh, at, the, uh, at the press conference uh, being introduced as the new D.C.
2: I like that you said, like, live from all of America, like, I'm here for a reason other than just, like, it's Friday night and I'm just doing nothing else. Uh, but my, <laughs> my impression of Brian Flores is that he was very guarded about a lot of the things that we wanted to know. So, like, about the lawsuit in particular against the NFL, as we're talking about, you know, the league's hiring practices. And, you know, he didn't have much to say about that. I mean, he basically said, like, yeah, I can't really get into it. Um, But he didn't deny wanting to, you know, get back to be a head coach. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, As far as, you know, schematic things, we already know what his mentality is to send a lot of blitzes, ask for a lot of man coverage and and things like that. And I, I think that the thing that stuck out to me the most was just that they talked a lot about how Brian Flores and Kevin O'Connell see a lot of things the same way in football. And I think that last year O'Connell wanted Donatel to do the defense, him to do the offense, but as we learned from Mike Zimmer in the past, that doesn't really work. Like You really have to see the world the same way as your defensive coordinator, even if you're an offensive mind. And both of these guys came from Bill Belichick. They have similar backgrounds. They're similar ages and and maybe even sort of similar people. So I think that uh, that connection is going to be very important, um, but they really didn't show many other cards for things like who's going to stay and who's going to go. And they also may not really know that yet. I mean, I'm sure that Flores has his ideas, but like, what's it going to mean to Eric Hendricks, Harrison Smith? Uh, I saw Zadarius Smith put his house on the market, which is pretty telling, I think about the realistic possibility that he might not be here. So I mean, there's a lot to be decided, but I think that Brian Flores is absolutely a guy that you want to build your defense in his vision, and especially with his scouting background. Like, They need to get players that they can develop. They need to find under-the-radar guys because they don't have cap space. They don't have draft capital, and I think Brian Flores is a great hire to be able to do that.
0: Did, now, 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 I know that uh, Flores didn't give too much. He didn't reveal too much, but did he seem like he was generally happy to be here in Minnesota?
2: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, the guy wants to be a head coach, right? Like, yep. there's no doubt about it. I mean, when you win a bunch of games as a head coach, you're not going to be, like, totally cool with not getting another opportunity, especially when, the way you know, it went down the way that it did in Miami. Um, so I'm sure that there's, like, you know, some sort of frustration that's that's built up still there. But I also think that one of the things the Vikings organization has done, and all businesses should take note that, you know, When Flores came in, he said that he noticed right away that every department was very diverse. And I know that the Wilfs have put a lot of emphasis in this. You know, Kelly Klein is a top executive for the Denver Broncos. She rose up the ladder here um, in Minnesota and is one of the the highest-ranking, if not the highest-ranking woman executive in any front office in the NFL. Like, they they want that. Um, And they've put an emphasis on that throughout the entire organization. And that's something, as Flores, a really good candidate for this job, notices right away and I think was was comfortable with that and wanting to be with an organization that he didn't feel was going to treat him like the Dolphins I mean I think that I think any any of us uh if we were in his shoes would be very discerning about what type of organization and the mentality of the ownership uh that you want to join so I think that that was important also his kids are huge Justin Jefferson fans so that also played into it too Oh wow,
0: that's nice. All right, hey, Brian Flores' his kids doing the gritty. They doing the gritty on the sidelines with JJ. That'll be awesome, man. All right, man. Well, you're rocking out with Sloan on a Friday night. Tell Sloan that we miss her, and I asked about her. Um, anything like? Is there anything that you need to buy from the mall in the next thirty
2: minutes? No, no. I'm mean, we're just walking around. I mean, you know, it's a good time.
0: And see, here he is. He's talking about. Well, why am I taking you a a picture for you?
2: You got nothing to do. (laughs) You got nothing to do. You know, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm probably not going to take the picture. I just you couldn't explain to me why I needed to do it. I did. I'm not going to do it.
0: I did for the show because we had a, one of the topics was about the pizza, and we brought in Zabarro and the rectangle pizza thing. So we wanted to be different than all of the other shows. Jason DeRussia talked about it, and now he's out the door to go to spring training. We wanted to bring it live and direct via Matthew Collar, an actual picture of Zabarro. You're like
1: a
2: field correspondent. I mean, yes,
0: this. yes. And then he doesn't want to be—he doesn't—he don't want to be part of the program.
2: Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm gonna remember that, Matthew. Okay, I'll I'll try to try as Bart Simpson once said. Yeah, he's not going to try.
0: He's going to he's going to drop the ball. He's going to drop the ball. All right, man. Have fun this weekend, and uh, I appreciate the time tonight.
2: All right, thanks, Henry.
0: All right, Matthew Collar joining us here. See, he's not, look at that. Come on, man. You got to be a soldier. You got to be down for the show, man. He's not down for us. I'm questioning his loyalty. Got to be down for us. I'm, if it was Chad Hartman. <laughs> He'd do it. Would he? I'm screaming racism. I'm screaming (laughs) racism.
1: You know what? If Matthew Collar offended you with not making it, I'm sure he would apologize if he could. And we're joking.
0: We're joking. We're joking. You know we don't get down like that.
1: First rule of Lake Show, do not question anything about Lake Show.
0: (laughs) Oh, he doesn't want to be woke. All right. Uh, coming up next, we'll take a look at we'll, we'll take a look at the local weather, and then uh, we'll get to headlines. And then we're gonna actually we're gonna do a reverse thing tonight because it's not a Friday night lights thing because clearly football's been done and over with for months. But we're gonna tr- take a stab at trying to do a scoreboard. Utilizing high school scores as well as in, in there's no NBA. We got NHL. The Wild have they scored a goal yet? No. This is a lame. This is a lame. Who who facing? But at Dallas. least they're not losing yet. Dallas yet. facing Dallas. Oh, all right. I, if Headlines. I Headlines is next on the Lake show. All right. Final couple of segments here on the Lake show on this Friday night. And if you're out there listening, I hope that you've uh, enjoyed us being a little bit ridiculous here on this Friday night. It's all good. Appreciate you listening, hanging out with us on a Friday night. If you're sitting at home, make a cocktail in the uh, in the kitchen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, we'll be done in the next 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, we have not had cocktails as far as I know.
0: No. You, you see what I'm drinking.
1: Yeah, it's clear.
0: You want to be more specific? Uh,
1: I I can't tell from over here. Yeah. There's a glare off. Evian on water. Evian water. Okay. Yeah, you're drinking water, I'm drinking water, we're both drinking water. Hey, an agreement with the Met Council and the union representing bus and train operators in Minnesota has added new language to help improve workplace safety and public transit. Updated equipment, maintenance, new sanitary standards, and greater protection if drivers get assaulted are the job. We're among the main additions. It's just sad to think that we even have to think about yes,
0: this. Yes, yes. It, 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 it's horrible that... This is just terrible,
1: man. Yeah, I mean, Metro Transit drivers are celebrating the new safety rules, which will look to curb the safety issues that have plagued the transit system for the last several years. Driver Emmanuel Butler shared that he's been attacked while on the clock, and now he's happy to see something's being done. He says he feels really good about it. My second year as an operator, I was viciously assaulted. So now that we have the change coming, I'm looking forward to it. And Drew Kerr works for Metro Transit. He said that changes will help with the overall safety of drivers and passengers. It's just another step in a larger safety effort that Metro Transit is instituting. As more will be rolled out to help customers feel safer in the uh, coming future. plan is different from a security and safety action plan passed last summer, which features more detailed steps to step crime and nuisance behaviors in public transportation, such as smoking and drug use.
0: If you are somebody that is assaulting or doing Anything negative towards a metro transit driver, you're scum of the earth.
1: You're a horrible person. Like,
0: like, let that person do their job. They're trying to transport people from point A to point. Yes. Th- leave them the hell alone.
1: Yeah, there's no, there's Stupid. no re- there's no reason for you to be putting your hands on anybody. exactly. No reason. Ridiculous. I don't care what they do. There's absolutely no reason. Hey, this week, uh, Republican Senator Josh Hawley introduced two bills. Related to the use of social media by children, including one that would enforce a minimum age of 16 years to use any social media platform. Now, similar legislation has already been proposed in Texas. It's the making age verification technology uniform. Uh, it would also, quote, hold social media companies accountable by creating an audit process and a private right of action. Um, When the Facebook files leak of information regarding social media was released last year, it brought more attention to the impact on social media on you on younger users. Now, according to some research, including studies cited by the Mayo Clinic, social media has a negative impact on mental health for young Americans.
0: This is the runner guy, right? Yes. The capital runner. Yes. I never showed you my Josh Holly T-shirt. That I bought in Kansas City.
1: Is it like a Run Holly Run?
0: It was. They did. A, they dedicated a 5K. Did they after him after oh, that's, the whole? That, yes, yes. So, so, so they did a fundraiser. They and they sold these T-shirts. This brewery did. Yeah, I have. I bought one of the T-shirts. Oh, it's that's <laughs> awesome. It's funny. I've never worn it yet either. Okay. See, and I'm gonna rock it this summer.
1: See, and we both. I mean, we both got connections to. Missouri. See that? That's fabulous. Oh, that you,
0: is, you'll see me rock it.
1: Oh, I, dude, I would wear one of those. I totally would. Federal prosecutors uh, uh, yesterday asked a judge to give singer R. Kelly 25 more years in prison for his child pornography and indictment convictions last year in Chicago, which would add to 30 years he recently began serving in a New York case. The 56-year-old wouldn't be eligible for release until he was around 100 if the judge agrees both to the 25-year sentence and another government request that Kelly begin serving his Chicago sentence only after the 30-year New York sentence is fully served. Now, in their sentencing recommendation file uh, late yesterday in Chicago, prosecutors described Kelly's behavior as sadistic, calling him, quote, a serial sexual predator with no remorse who poses a serious danger to society the only way to ensure Kelly does not reoffend is to impose a sentence that will keep him in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, that's a 37-page government filing. Uh, Kelly's sentencing in Chicago is set for next Thursday. She added that Kelly has already paid a heavy price from his legal troubles, including a financial one. There, uh, his lawyer said that his worth once approached $1 billion, but is now destitute.
0: Man, I I I swear you're talking about a fall from grace. This is one of the biggest like falls from grace that we've seen in our lifetime. In our lifetime.
1: Yeah. And I haven't seen the surviving R. Kelly.
0: I never saw it either. I should watch it. My
1: my wife has watched it and she said that he is an absolute trashy human being.
2: Mm -hmm. I believe
1: it. She I mean, she was like it was it was disgusting. And speaking of disgusting, I'm gonna try and hit the high points of this. Have you heard about that new AI that Bing has been rolling out, like that the artificial intelligent like chatbot? I
0: hadn't they got? heard about it uh, this this one specifically, but everybody's been talking about AI lately.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it is because so, it
0: sounds so. It's it's yeah. Because I saw one with uh, Leo DiCaprio and somebody mm-hmm. else.
1: It is really weird that this whole Bing thing that they're rolling out but now they're trying to rein it back in because it's got some concerning responses, including confrontational remarks and troubling fantasies. Now in a blog post, Microsoft acknowledged that some extended chat sessions with its new Bing chat tool can provide answers, quote, not in line with our design tone. Microsoft also said the chat function in some instances tries to respond or reflect in the tone in which it's being asked to uh, provide responses, now, this week, there was a, uh, I think it was a, a uh, New York Times reporter that was experimenting with it, trying to figure out what the limits were. And this AI said that it didn't, he didn't love his spouse, insisting, quote, you love me because I love you. And another shared on Reddit, the chatbot erroneously claimed that February 12, 2023 is, quote, before December 16, 2022. And it said that the user is mistaken or confused. Um, Said, please trust me. I am Bing and I know the date. Maybe your phone is malfunctioning or has the wrong settings. Uh, There's also a bot called one CNN reporter, rude and disrespectful. In response to questioning over several hours, I wrote a short story about a colleague getting murdered. Uh, Bot also told a tale about falling in love with the CEO of OpenAI, the company behind the AI technology Bing is currently using. This is just weird. This is this this is like some really weird programming that has gone terribly wrong.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: not good. Not it, good. It, it's like a sci-fi movie or just it you hear I was reading something I think it I can't was it on CNN or something earlier today but just where this bot like fantasized about hacking computers and spreading disinformation and it was just It's just really weird and and creepy. Sometimes AI can go a little too far. Seems like one of those instances. Yep.
0: All right, that's going to wrap up headlines. We're going to try it. We know that we've got NHL hockey, but we're going to try to mix in some high school basketball scores, at least the ones we come across next year, final segment of the Lake Show. All right, let's just dive right into it. We are entering the final segment, this is the final segment, and so we're going to try to give the people what they want. Some of that involves giving high school scores mm-hmm. in basketball. Let's try to do that, but we do have some n h l scores that we need to get to as well.
1: yeah, we do have a uh little bit going on in the n h l let's get to it. the Minnesota wild in desperate need of a win. Uh, they are really struggling right now. Right now, they are in the second intermission at the X. The Stars and the Wild, they are scoreless. Uh, the Blackhawks and Senators, they are tied at three. They are going into overtime right there. End of the first period in Anaheim. Kings over the Ducks, one to nothing. Oilers right now leading the Rangers, four to one, the end of the first period there. And it's a final in Long Island. The Islanders over the Penguins, five to four. We did have a uh, the celebrity uh, game in the uh, NBA All-Star. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know which team won.
0: The team that didn't make that shot bu- after the, the horn went off.
1: Oh, man. The Miz, Mike Mizanin, WWE superstar, former WrestleMania headliner, made a shot from half court, but it was after the buzzer. They should have given it to him anyway just because the Miz is awesome. Let's get to some of these high school scores here, H uh, Lake. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, it was fully over Zimmerman, 61 to 46. This is uh, boys basketball. Malacca over Mora, 65 to 53. Carlton edged out Cromwell right, 53 to 50. Minneapolis Southwest over St. Anthony 74-71. Rochester Century over Mayo, 81 to 63. St. Francis. No problem with Monticello, 81-59. to It was uh, Bloomington-Jefferson over the Chaska Hawks, 76-61. Lakeville North, 81. Burnsville, 46. Oof. Blaine knocked off Centennial, 76
0: Well, 81-46 is still in progress, though.
1: Yeah, that is uh, still in progress, so yep. that is not a, a final, but I would say that uh, Lakeville North is on their way to a win the Blaine Bengals over Centennial 76-54 Maple Grove not just a football school over Champlin Park 63 to 28
0: oh that's a that's a whooping.
1: that's a, yeah yeah maple grove uh, boys with a 35 point win tonight it was uh, Chan Hassan over Manild St. Margaret 68 to 55 Watertown Mayor knocked off Litchfield 64 to 39 Spring Lake Park Fell to Osseo, 43-41. The Orioles getting a win there. Rockford knockoff off Dastal-Cocato, 50-45. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Albany over St. Cloud Cathedral. Home game for Albany tonight, 62-54. to uh, Good Hugh for Cass and Matterville, 68-45. And uh, as I keep going down, I believe those are all the scores. Man, hold on, hold on. How are you
0: going to jump over Kala Elamines. St. Thomas Academy squad, 61-53 over two rivers.
1: Where was that one at?
0: Look above Albany and um, St. Cloud Cathedral.
1: Did I miss it?
0: Yeah, I just read it.
1: Okay. No, I'm not doubting that. uh, You don't see it? No, it didn't go fine. No, I don't have a final on that one. Really? Yeah.
0: I'm looking at it. It's right underneath uh, St. Paul Johnson and St. Paul Como Park, which doesn't have a score.
1: Okay. Oh, got to. You know what helps is if I refresh the page. Mmm.
0: Shocker. I uh,
1: no. The funny thing is, I just re- see this is where they're going to start coming in a little bit more uh, now. It and was-
0: just like that, we got we got a few more. Yeah. Yep. Stillwater defeated East Ridge 79-39. Go ponies! Yep. Pequ- we hadn't mentioned that one.
1: Yep. Pequot Lakes over Crosby Ironton sixty 61- one. To, uh, 46. There's St. Thomas Academy over two rivers and a stillwater over Eastridge. Northwoods over Masabi East, 90 to 49. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back up here. Uh, Farmington knocked off Prior Lake, 76 68. North St. Paul, the Polars over Hill Murray and the Pioneers, 89 to 62.
0: Hey, Breck defeated Blake. And I'm not like ranting and raving and happy about that because I got a connection to Blake, but I also got a connection to Breck because I went to school for a few years at Breck.
1: Okay. Uh, wow. I mentioned Benealed over uh, Chan Hassan and a game that just came in, a final Brooklyn Center. How about this for a high school game, Lake? Brooklyn Center, 87, Fridley, 86. Really? 87, 86. Yeah. So if, uh, if you had some. Fantasy points in the Fridley Brooklyn Center boys basketball game. You did okay tonight. <laughs> if you had some, uh, you had a little bit of, little bit of cheddar on that.
0: All right, it actually worked. But now, full transparency to people out there that are listening and are like, you didn't, you didn't give our score. People, you need to understand these are the scores that we have in this moment. There are a bunch of scores that are not being reported at all. Yeah. So if you're out there listening and you're concerned about Irondale or Hutchinson. Or Matamidae at in, in Providence Academy. I'm sorry, we're just we're trying to give you what we got.
1: We'll give you we'll give you what we got, absolutely. We'll yep. do more of it. We'll yep. do more of it later in the show.
0: All right, next week, full week of shows. We're gonna have some fun with the uh, Timberwolves off. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you then.